This creepypasta story is called The Dispatcher by Nicole Long. 911, what's your emergency? I said as I answered the phone. There's a bat in my house. A loud scream came over the speaker. Send someone to come and get it. All right, ma'am. I'll send animal control over as soon as possible. The caller thanked me and said she'll be outside waiting. I pressed the button to dispatch the nearest unit. I sat in my cubicle, doodling with my ballpoint pen on a piece of blank white paper. Being a dispatcher isn't always easy, especially in the middle of nowhere Montana with a population of 500. We get random calls about bobcats, bison, and bears coming in front yards, teenagers prank calling because they're bored, and of course, the regular hunting emergencies. But all of this is few and far between. Sometimes we could go for hours without getting a call, which made it hard when you were working the night shift alone. Kara, I heard my straight-laced boss say as he came down the hallway. I'm here, I yelled back, still doodling on my white paper. I could hear his staggered footsteps coming my direction. Oh, hey, he said, popping in his head around the corner. I'm leaving. Do you need anything before I go? I think I'm good. I held up my now cold coffee. I'll turn off the rest of the lights then. Have a great night. I heard the sound of the lights turning off down the hallway. It's those fluorescent lights that make a buzzing sound whenever you're under them. I hate it when they get turned off. Everything gets so silent. Being in this building at night all by yourself, the imagination can get the best of you. I sat at my desk and looked at the seven computer screens. On one screen, I could see exactly where the emergency responders were located at any given moment. I started memorizing the street names in our designated area. At this time, nothing was going on. It had been a very quiet night. I took a sip of my cold coffee and started jotting down my grocery list for the next day. At this point, the coffee was only doing so much to keep me awake at 1 a.m. What do I need? I asked out loud. I wrote down what I needed. Chicken, vegetables, toilet paper, wine, multiple bottles of wine. I finished making my list, folded it into my jeans pocket. A beeping sound started coming through my headphones, meaning someone was calling in. I looked up as a name and number flashed on the screen in front of me. 911, what's your emergency? I said clearly to the person on the other line. I need help, a child's voice said. What's your name? What can I help you with? I said back to the frightened young girl. I need help, she said again. I replied, I can't help you unless you don't tell me what's wrong. And then the phone line went dead. I immediately dialed back the number, but there was no dial tone and it wouldn't reconnect. I decided to call one of the responding officers to check it out. Jenkins. I need you to respond to 5689 Hickory Valley Road. There could be a possible VIC. I tried calling her back, but I got no answer, I said into my headphones. Thanks, Kara. Hope you're having a good night all by your lonesome. He started laughing. What are you going to do all by yourself in that little cubicle of yours? You're an asshole. As a matter of fact, I'm having a great night by myself. Keep me updated, I said back. Roger that. I sat back in my chair, looked at the right-hand screen. A red dot started moving slowly towards the area where the young girl called from. I watched as it got closer and closer. Then the dot just stopped. This usually meant the responding officer got to the location or close to it. Our map showed the streets, but it didn't pinpoint the exact spot. As I waited for Jenkins to call me back, I took another sip of coffee. I watched the clock as it slowly passed. Second by second, minute by minute. 
I was about to ring him back when all the computers lit up. 911 dispatch, what's your exact location of your emergency? I looked up as the name and phone number flashed on the screen. This time, I said the name out loud. Olivia Taylor, I tried calling you back, but we couldn't get an answer. A responding officer should be there shortly, I said fast, but in a stern manner. Why won't you help me? She whimpered. I heard her crying on the other line. We're trying to help you, Olivia. Someone should be there any second, I promise you. Can you stay on the line with me? I said while trying to get my shit together. Closet. You can find us in the closet. I could hear another distant whimpering that wasn't coming from the VIC on the line. Olivia, is there someone else there with you? My heart felt like it was going to fall out of my chest. I have to go. He'll hear me, she cried out. Who will hear you, Olivia? And the phone went dead. Again. I looked on the map and noticed Jenkins' spot had not moved. Growing concerned, I called him back. The phone rang and rang, but finally he answered. Jenkins, he said with authority. Oh, thank God. I took a second to catch my breath. My heart was pounding a mile a minute. What, Kara? You can't handle being in that place by yourself? You have to call me all the time? He tried to make a joke, but soon realized I wasn't playing around. What's going on? Are you okay? I got another call from the VIC. What's your ETA? I closed my eyes and tried to stay calm. This is the part of the job requirement. Waiting for backup. This place is out of the middle of nowhere. There's only a path through the woods that the cruiser can't fit through. We have to go on foot. Should only be another couple minutes. I took a look at the screen. I could see two dots moving closer to Jenkins. Call me once you get to the property. She's hiding in the closet. I believe there's someone else there with her. I informed him. Thanks for the update. I'll call you once I reach the site. And he hung up. I had to take a moment to decompress. I walked down the long hallway to the bathroom. As I turned on the light, it flickered to the sound of my heartbeat. The familiar buzzing sound called me as I splashed cold water on my face. I could tell my color had changed as I looked in the mirror. The normal tan hue was now pale white and my pupils were dilated. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I reassured my reflection. As I walked out of the restroom, I could hear a beeping sound coming from my headphones again. I ran to my cubicle thinking it was Jenkins giving me an update, but as I saw the name on the screen, my stomach immediately dropped. Olivia, I know this is you. Are you okay? I looked at the screen with a map. The officers are on their way. They should be there in less than a minute. There was no response. Are you there? Can you hear me? Olivia. A whimper came over the other line. It's too late. She finally said, he's in the room. He heard me. Who's in the room with you? Please tell me so I can let the officers know. I took a deep breath, determined to stay calm. He has a gun. I heard a door open as a loud scream came over the line. I could hear two loud rounds of popping and silence. Shit, shit, shit. I screamed out loud. I knew what this meant. Tears started rolling down my face. The screen started lighting up again. This time the name said Carlos Jenkins. I took a deep breath as I answered it. The VIC just called again. Could have a DOA, Jenkins. You took too much fucking time, I yelled into the phone. How has anybody been calling you, Kara? He said confused. Don't play this game with me right now. Have you searched the destination or not? I looked at the screen in front of me. We reached the cabin about a mile off the main road. I hate to tell you this, but everyone is gone. 
There was a silence on his end. Shit! I rubbed my face. The skin began to get hot from anger. But I don't understand how anybody could call you tonight. I looked from my desk, confused. What do you mean? We found three sets of skeletal remains. One was a male adult, presumed to be the father, and two young girls. The remains have to be at least 12 months old. My chest got tight and the room started spinning. I was about to pass out. The weird thing is, Jenkins started to say, we found the two female skeletons in the closet, but one had a cordless phone in their hand, trying to get help, I guess.